Katie Clark. I'm a mom of three, luxury matchmaker, and a no-nonsense dating coach on a mission to help singles reclaim their love life, one date at a time. In today's dating landscape, from apps and swipes to texting and ghosting, so much has changed. But you know what I found still works best? Old school standards with new school style. Teaching my philosophy on how to date like an adult, no topic is off limits. I address everything from taboo to trending in dating. So grab your earbuds and get ready for some practical dating advice, saucy stories, and new inspiration to find your way to true love. I've helped thousands of people become confident, feel successful, and have fun along their dating journey. And I'm here to help you too. It's Dating with Katie, and today we're talking about demystifying the dating apps. Basically, I'm helping you out by explaining each one and how they're different and letting you see which is going to be the best one for you. I think you're going to be really surprised, too, by the last one that I chose. It's a little bit taboo, a little bit on the edge, but I think it can actually work. So you're going to want to wait around to the end of the podcast when I share the fifth dating app that you might want to try. So let's get started today. The first thing I want to do is make sure that you subscribe. Check it out. Push that button. It'll tell you twice a week we drop. We are here to help you. Everything is 15 minutes or less. That's 1% of your day, so you can't say that you don't have enough time. And I just want to say thank you to Sync Matchmaking. They are my partner in matchmaking. We make sure that your dates are vetted, your dates are quality, and how many of you are tired of getting the non-vetted, non-quality dates? Well, that's why we do it for you. So make sure you get in my database. Link is down below, and uh, we will see how we can help you. Also, I want to talk about my coaching program. So a lot of you see me as a matchmaker, and it's rare that a matchmaker will also do coaching. I'll be honest, it's not the money. Because in matchmaking, there's a lot more money, so matchmakers will often focus only on that. But I have found that I love helping people, and I want to change lives. So my coaching program, I call it the Wing Girl program, is just that. It literally is working you through, and I, I can tell you this, that My coaching clients almost have a better success rate because they are so hungry to learn and to change and to grow, and that's why they're doing just coaching. Now, if you're interested, you can email me, get in the database, I need to learn about you, I need to see you, I need to see what you're looking for, and there will be an option where you can say work with Katie. And really, it's about a three-month process of working through maybe some of the blockages that you have, maybe just some of the negative thinking you have. I am your cheerleader in matchmaking, and I have male and female coaching clients. So it's definitely something you're going to look into. On top of that, you can add on to that package, and I call it the Golden Wing Girl, and you can have it where I pretend I'm you on your dating app. I get all the uh, chit-chat and the banter started with somebody you approve, and then we move you to the date. That's my job is to get you as many dates as possible so you can find your one. So if you're interested in either one of those wing girl programs, just let me know. All right, you guys, so I want to tell you about a client real fast. And she is a phenomenal woman, 38, on the cusp of 39, still single, and wanting to get married and have a child. Or two, right? But the the clock is ticking. And I get a lot of these clients that are C-suite executives, badass women, great at what they do, but they've kind of given up the pursuit of family for their pursuit of career. But there does come a point you have to slow down, you have to stop, and you have to focus. And for three months, four months actually, we worked on this. And I want to share with you the review that she left me. It was so sweet. She said, I worked with Katie for about three months. Now, she's LA-based. It doesn't matter where you are. I have women and men all over Texas, San Francisco, Denver. 
And she is a, a surgeon. She, she, she's, she's a badass in her own right. I worked with Katie for about three months intensively trying to open myself up to love and find romance. So we had to really work through some stuff with her, which I am not a therapist by any means, but some people are just at a stage where they need to get out of that and move forward. She said, I had been having a really hard time with the realm of romance, and a lot of it has to do with my strong focus on work and focus on travel rather than on love. However, when I turned 39, I decided that it was a time to find love and do my dreams. I did delay it more than the average female, and there were times when I thought I made the biggest mistake focusing solely on career, but now I feel that I realize everything was meant to happen for a reason. Katie really helped me understand how to date better, date smarter, and that it is a true talent that I have been able to improve since working with Katie. Guys, dating is a skill set. It's like job interviews. Some people are great at it, some people aren't, and you either get the job or you don't. She said, I'm happy to say that I did find a boyfriend after being single for over one year, and this relationship is the healthiest. We make sure you're choosing healthy relationships here. Most fulfilling, yeah, none of the shallow, unrealistic, romanticized baloney out there. Most fulfilling romantic relationship I have ever been in. I'm able to develop a better romantic connection with my boyfriend and set expectations of how the relationship should be because of working with Katie. I highly recommend using Katie as your dating coach. It is a very, very, very valuable experience. Thank you, my girl. Uh, I don't like to give names because we are confidential. Um, but she's right. This kind of experience is, is for, for those women and men who are looking for quality and are just not finding success and don't want to pay for a matchmaker, but are willing to do what needs to be done so they can change their mindset and change their, even their ways, their, their attitudes and their, their pickers are off. So Guys, get a hold of me and we will get that started for you. All right, well, let's get started with the apps. You guys know I'm a fan. I've been doing all these episodes about how to be memorable online, how to have great photos, what not to put in your profile. So nonetheless, I am pro online dating. I met most of the guys when I was dating online. I think it's a numbers game. But let's talk about, Katie, which is the best dating app for me? And I get it. There's quite a few out there and I'm not going to talk about all the different specific ones. J-Date, um, you, you've got Farmers Only, which I'm so curious about. Let me know if any of you have done that. <laughs> I mean, I like a good cowboy. I don't know about a farmer, but maybe that's like a crossover, the hybrid. <laughs> and so I'm not going to get into the niche market ones, but I am going to talk about five general ones. And the last one, you are going to be like, eyes wide open. Why is Katie bringing this up? So you're going to stick around. All right, so let's talk about the first one, Tinder. I was on Tinder for about 48 hours. For me, personally, I'm more of a conservative. I don't like to be hypersexual in the beginning of a relationship. I'm not going to put it out there. Sure, I'll put a bikini pic, but it's not going to be anything that's inviting something more grotesque. So I didn't like Tinder at all. I thought it was way too much of a hookup site. But this is what I will say. I do believe there are quality people everywhere. Now, you guys know my number is an 80-20%. So in general, I like to think all the daters out there, 80% are not quality and they're not ready and they... They're going to ghost you and you're going to be catfish, so no surprise. 20% are quality. Now on Tinder, I think that rate would look a little bit different. It would probably be a 95.5. Doesn't mean they're not on there. Doesn't mean their intentions are wrong. So you can still find somebody great on Tinder. I don't like the way it's set up. I don't like the, you know, it's kind of a younger generation. I know my son's on it. It's shallow. It's quick. It's effortless. So I'm always looking for effort. Not my favorite. But here is a story. The, the gay community actually has one called Grinder, which the name itself is just, just cracks me up. And I, I, 
a buddy of mine from college who is uh, gay, he was telling me one day how he met his fantastic boyfriend. Now, both of them are high-achieving, uber-successful men. And we sat down at one, one of them has a fabulous restaurant chain here in Orange County in LA. And my buddy, we went to college together. He plays the grand piano. He's a private flight attendant. He is, uh, speaks five languages. The guy has a honey, like a bee farm. Like he's just so creative and talented. And he texts me one day, he says, Katie, come to this restaurant and let's do lunch. I get to this restaurant and there is literally the chef, the CEO, the owner, and my buddy. And I'm like, who is this? And <laughs> he says, this is my boyfriend. He owns the restaurant chain. And he's amazing. He's already adopted three guys, three little, three, three brothers. So he already is family oriented once, you know, once the bigger picture, wants to find the right partner. And they have been dating and are engaged till this day. And they met on Grindr. And they're both phenomenal people. So you just never know. So I wouldn't poo-poo it, but I wouldn't put a lot of energy into Tinder. <laughs> Next is Hinge. Now, Again, I'm a believer. I prefer just one app. A lot of people will do two at a time. I would not recommend doing any more than that. Hinge would be a second app that I would choose as a backup. For men, I know you love Hinge. You get way more action because you can create the trend. You can create the, the discussion with a woman. So I highly encourage Hinge for men. I do think people are usually on Hinge and Mumble. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hinge is great. I think if you prefer men to pursue you, Ladies, I think Hinge would be a good place for you. You don't want to do the whole chat first on Bumble. You want to let the men come to you, but you will also be overwhelmed with all the men that come to you. So if you can't handle it, if you're new to dating, ladies, do not do Hinge. I would not recommend it. So, and I think people like when you're chatting and the little video and, and the question sound bites so that you can start a conversation with someone. I think you should already have good banter and be able to read a bio and take and create a question out of that. That is on my last podcast, podcast 20. Or 19, it's all about banter, you guys. You've got to make sure that you have it yourself. You can't use an app to think of creative ways to chat with someone, especially if you're out in real life. You need to make sure that you're witty and snappy and charming to start. So Hinge is good. Again, you know, never put more than five pictures. I think five pictures, each picture represents 20% of your life. Do not do repeats. Go back through my podcast and listen to like what pictures not to put, what you should write, what you should care about. Lots of great stuff in episodes 13 through through 20. Next, let's move on to Bumble because Bumble truly is my favorite uh, app right now. I had great success on Bumble. I swiped away. I'd, you know, I'd have it on sometimes and I'd have it off and go back and forth. And I usually only stuck with Bumble. So there were times when I'd circle back in and there'd be a guy and he's like, wait, I saw you a while ago. And I'm like, well, I'm back. And it happens, you guys. So do not judge people for coming back onto a site. We're all out there trying. I never cleaned my queue. So that's something I would recommend, ladies. I never delete people. Once you get the queue line going, don't delete people. Like there's no need to. And they might do a circle back. And I'm a believer in, in a proper circle back when they, hey, you know, I've thought about you. I'm wondering if you're still single. I, you know, we didn't get a chance to meet. Could we meet? That can happen in your queue line. So keep that queue open. Deleting people, you'll never hear from them again. And you put a lot of time and effort already. That's a quick recommendation on that. Now, Bumble, I do like because women make the lead. Now, ladies, it's overwhelming. And some of you pay for the, the beeline. I wouldn't do that if you can't handle the truth of like all these men. You know, a lot of women are like, Katie, I have 100 guys in my beeline. I don't even know where to start. Don't pay for the beeline. Just enjoy Bumble for what it is. <laughs> Just swiping away. Otherwise, I feel like it's, 
it starts to become a market, like you're at Walmart and there's 100 conditioners and you can't decide. Too much, overwhelming, and it becomes disposable. Like you just start swiping left on every guy because you think, oh, there's too many guys, I need to find the perfect one. Not a good thinking. So don't do the beeline, just enjoy every day, 15 minutes, 1% of your day, swiping, saying hello, putting some effort in. You ladies have to make the effort and it's a 24 hour clock. So you do need to check, check in the evenings. Most men are on in the evenings. Uh, and be witty and cute in your first uh, message to him. Look through what he said. Even if his pictures aren't great, if he seems witty and fun, if he's going to make you laugh, give the guy a chance. Guys, I'm on your team. There are plenty of good guys with a lot of bad pictures out there, although you can go listen to my podcast in episode, I think, 13. Guys, is, these are the photos you need to have. And say something cute about their bios. So if they bring up old cars, if they bring up their kids, Anything that says, I read your bio. So guys, you should always be doing that as well. But on Bumble, ladies, you have to lead. And I used to always take something from their bio. Now, guys, if you retort back with, how was your day? Every woman gets bored by that. Stop using these boring lines. All right, moving on to Match. Now, Match.com, a little bit older crowd. I have done it in the past. I did date a guy off Match.com. I mean, that was 10 years ago. So it is... I think it's people like Match because they feel it's more, it's not as disposable. People can write much longer bios, almost too long sometimes. I, I think the people who like Match like the idea that there's a lot more effort involved. You can put up to 20 photos, which is, I think, you know, 15 too many. Uh, and a lot of times people start putting bad photos in. I think that's the, that's the harm in having too many photos. So Match can work. I'm going to tell you a quick story about someone who it worked for. And now this gentleman, he was a big dog lawyer in Orange County. He actually hired two matchmaking companies at the same time. He was that serious about finding someone special in his life. Now, he, he attests to this day that both matchmaking companies did a phenomenal job of bringing great women. And that's our job. Like, it is not our job to create a marriage. It's our job to give you opportunities to meet great and amazing people that are pre-vetted. So he says, Katie, they did a great job. The women were amazing. But at the same time, he also chose to go on Match.com himself. And I believe it's a mojo thing. I believe there's this energy that when you put it out to the universe, I'm ready. It's time to meet my one. And if you have the energy and the money to do it in multiple ways, you should. You're going to get a better ROI return, return um, on your investment. And your investment is dating. So if you can diversify that portfolio, and he did, matchmakers were looking out for him. He's on Match.com. He actually met his wife now on Match.com. The first date that he went on on Match.com was her. She is gorgeous. She is European. And I knew her from an old retail job that I used to work in. And I remember she'd come in and she just had this poise and this beautiful smile. She was very slim because she did uh, dancing. She did professional dancing. And ultimately, when I met the two of them together, I was shocked because I didn't know that she had gotten married. I saw her years later. And uh, she goes, yeah, we met on Match.com. But then he told me the bigger story. And he said, I, I didn't have a qualm investing in matchmakers because I also knew it could come from any way. So, hey, Match.com has great stories as well. And lastly, guys, I'm going to talk about the taboo one. And it's called Seeking Arrangements. Now, look, I am not a big promoter of shallow relationships in any way. You guys know that. But I will say this, again, reiterating the idea that there are great people everywhere. The bonus of seeking arrangements is that you can be honest. So for example, you've got, you've got another dating site called Millionaire Match. 
men who are wealthier on that side because they want to find hotter women. Let's be honest. They don't they don't want, you know, mediocre Nancy over here. They want hot Stephanie. So hot Stephanie is on Millionaire Match because hot Stephanie wants to be taken places. And if she wants a pair of red bottoms, she knows that he can afford it. She doesn't want to date a teacher who doesn't have that value set. And look, I'm not judging anybody. People have different value sets. Some people would love to have a pair of red bottoms. Some, some women could care less and they want to go camping. All good. There is an ass for every saddle. There's a lid for every pot. So going back to seeking arrangements, the beauty of that site is that you can be honest in your bio. And yes, people are using it for income sources, but you don't have to use it for that. You can say, hey, look, I like sophisticated men. I prefer someone who travels to these kinds of vacation areas. I can do it myself. Uh, therefore, swiping on Bumble all day, you know, some of these guys work at the DMV. That's not, they're not going to go to the Ritz-Carlton, although I can, I can afford to go to the Ritz-Carlton, so therefore I'm looking for a partner. Now, the quality of people in there is highly questionable, but I have heard stories and I've been working with a client who is on there. Uh, I actually put it, a very, an older client of mine on there. He's 83. He has plenty of money. And uh, look, at the age of 83, you should be paying for her to come stay with you and to fly her out or whatever she needs. Like, you want to enjoy life? Take care of a woman, right? At 83, don't get cheap on me. So we, I've also been coaching a client through using that site. He, he just wants, he wants to travel with someone and he understands that if you're traveling with him, you're not going to be able to work. So where do you find women who can handle that? Look, that's fine. But I will tell you this, it's competitive and it's raunchy at times. Highly raunchy. A lot of married people who should not be on there are on there. Make sure you vet that very, very well. But I also know a lot of single people who are on there, single moms, men who make a lot of money and it's not a big deal to them. Like, sure, I'll buy you a beautiful dress because then you'll look beautiful next to me. Like, and it's not about the purchase. It's about the idea of like, I get it. I'm happy to help. Some of these guys are generous. It doesn't bother them. So the only thing is you need to be very mindful when you're on that site of how you present yourself, the expectations that you have. And, and look, the beauty of that site is you can say it. You can say it quickly. You can say it via text when you transfer. So you might want to give it a chance if, if that's something you're at a different level in life and you're looking for something of higher quality. But you just need to make sure of that. You know, and they're not an 80-20. Again, I'm going to say it's a 95-5. You need to really make sure that you vet that well. Um, but I do know couples who have met. I believe the guy who started the company met his wife on that site. Um, and there's good people everywhere, so you just never know. I have friends who met in Vegas at a bar or a club, and they're married. So again, it's going in with the right mindset, not being surprised when you're catfished, when some girl is asking you for $10,000 if you're on Seeking. Either way, just know that you've got to you've got to focus in on really understanding who to vet and who to not on all these sites. So you guys, keep following for more. Write any comments below. I'd love to get some feedback. Make sure you subscribe and uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Lots of fun stuff, lots of polls. I'm always interested in what you guys are doing next and we will see you next time. All right, guys, talk to you soon.